If you've ever got a student to do something by calling it a game, you might be a teacher. Being a teacher sometimes means finding ways around limitations, problems, or struggles to keep things on track. We learn to improvise and adapt. But when it comes to teaching language arts in our school, we don't have to find workarounds. Loyola Press took the long view when they created Voyages in English, the brilliant K-8 language arts program. The fundamentals of grammar and writing that students learn enable them to become effective writers, which can help improve performance on standardized tests and grow into successful communicators. The flexible framework of Voyages in English is adaptable to any teaching style and any student's abilities. With practice, the mechanics build in complexity over time. It just all works together. Visit voyagesinenglish.com to learn more, then order a sample. With Voyages in English, there are no crazy workarounds, just solid help for today's language arts teachers. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Colleen and I'm here with Jill and it is still summer break for a few more days. <laughs> Happy summer. We are dropping episodes once per week to keep us refreshed this summer. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for sticking around in the summertime. You know, actually, we're going to be dropping three again pretty soon. Boy, the school year is almost upon us. So as we start rolling into uh, the, the new school school year and um, the second season of the Catholic Teachers Lounge, um, what we have on our minds today is about communication. So Jill, let me ask you a question. I know that I've told you that I started teaching when the dinosaurs roamed. Totally kidding. But um, it was um, it was actually before my first couple of years of teaching, I didn't have email. I didn't have an email system to communicate with the parents in my first couple of years. So I know like when my kids entered school, I would get, I think I did get a paper newsletter for a couple of years when my kids were little, but it evolved into an online newsletter. Or sometimes even a tech savvy teacher would have a classroom website or a classroom communication system, right? Of some sort. So I'm curious, what kind of communications did you, what communication platform, I guess, did you create for your parents and students maybe as a teacher? The younger teachers won't even know what we're talking about. So <laughs> I, <laughs> even though email was a thing as I began teaching in 2006, 2005, okay. um, there you wouldn't use email to communicate to parents still. Like I, there was no parent list individually maybe, but I, I was still paper newsletters. Okay. Um, there was still a paper syllabus. The families would sign and send back on the first days. Um, I don't know how whole school communication was going to be honest. I was a teacher. I was like zoom, like zoomed in on classroom communications. I have no idea. When I became a parent though, so by the time my kids were in schools, because my kids are still relatively young. So within the last 10 years, we were, I was receiving uh, school newsletters and classroom newsletters is how I came into the parenthood of this. So we're talking back a decade or more. And I had a, um, I had a class wiki didn't know what that was. Like it was a website because there was no LMSs. There was no learning management system in my, in my first 10 years of teaching. There was no 
school-wide system for everyone to be on the same classroom websites for kids and for parents. So, but I needed more than an email. So yeah, I was sending out a, um, all of my student resources were on a website and they had to find them if they were absent. This is before the times of an, of a concentrated LMS system. So Mm -hmm. it was really, it was revolutionary in that moment, but it was weird. So the big topic here is well, let me tell a story. So the yeah. teachers of St. Charles of Barromeo in Greenville, Michigan, they were talking the other day about, um, actually they were talking about summer reading packets. And there was this moment where, so two teachers were talking to each other. There are a bunch of us in the, in, you know, at the table, but two of them, one of them said, well, yeah, I put my summer reading packet. If a family wants a summer reading packet, I just put in the newsletter and they let me know by the end of the day. Well, at the table was another teacher who's a mom of a student in that class. And she goes, whoops, I didn't read your newsletter. And so they kind of laughed about it. And we all kind of said like, no one reads the newsletter. No one reads the newsletter. No one reads the newsletter. I mean, they have to, but they don't. And so I am the worst because I send the longest emails ever. And then I don't always read the weekly newsletter from the school or from the teacher. And so I'm guilty of this, even though I'm long-winded when I write. So so they were all started battling like, so what do you... What do you do? I think we have some quick tips maybe as we go through this, but they, they start talking about like what another person at the table said, well, if you sent me a text message to tell me to go read the newsletter, I would. I was like, oh my goodness. Mm, Like now there's two layers. And then someone else said, but maybe if it was a podcast, like they could just hit like play. And then I said, well, our school's struggling because we have a podcast and people aren't listening to it in time. Cause you might hit it later, mm. but it's like timely, like, Hey, the, the canned food drives over by the time I get to that podcast yeah. episode. Okay. So, all right. So let's grapple, let's grapple with this a little bit. I, I can tell you in the mid to late nineties, when I was at Christ the King Catholic school in Indianapolis, we sent home a Friday folder and the Friday folder went home to the oldest or only of every family. Mm-hmm. And that was where any school communications for the week went. So that was, that was essentially the school newsletter, mm-hmm. right? That was how we communicated. It was quite effective actually on Mondays. Now the, the folder would be empty when I got it back on Monday and there would be a parent signature on the signature line. But so when we evolved to doing an online newsletter, an email newsletter of some sort, we're not, we don't have parents signing and returning anything to us. Correct. We did when we sent home a Friday folder. So, well, we have click rates. So like I know now on our weekly, we call it the weekly chatter. So at the high school level, we have the weekly chatter. Parents are on it. There's lots of other people who who get the weekly chatter. So it's not directly like, you know, 500 parents and we know how many opened it, but I do know like my open rate and how many people clicked on certain links, but it's not again, and this, this comes up over and over, like the people who are going to read it are the predictable people who are going to read it. And the people who really needed to read it didn't read it. So, so I don't know, I don't have one-to-one correspondence of who opened it, but I do know the percentage of people who opened it. So what I would send in, when I would send a newsletter to people using, I'm trying to think what platform it was even, um, I don't know, but I could, I could at least open up the analytics and see who Mm -hmm. opened, who actually read the new, well, did they read it though? They opened it at least. I could see that. 
I could actually see by person who opened it up, who clicked on it to open the it. The sign and return. Okay, we need to figure out. This okay. is a call to action right. of the sign and return because right now- Bring back the Friday folder. Bring back the sign, the paper, <laughs> and return it because- we now are just killing ourselves over the one-way communication. How many yes. ways can we tell parents what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, the newsletters, the whatever, the text message reminders, the like we are we are doing a lot of one-way communication. And and this is not supposed to be like an anti-parent episode, but then the parents are often like, "Well, I didn't know." Yeah. So how do you prevent the well, I didn't know? It would be that you actually sign something saying that you learned this or you knew of that grade because it also happens. So you can turn on notifications in our student information system to send out that on Fridays, if there was any missing or late assignment, missing late or failed assignment, the parents get an auto email that Mm -hmm. says your student failed the following assignments. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know this, I've received some. So then it ruins the kid's weekend because I do something about it, assuming I opened it. But, but the school is never asking me as a parent if I opened it. No. I don't have to sign and no. return that. Mm-mm. It's completely one way. Okay. So what's the two way? Right. What's the modern two way? Because I'm I am self-realizing that we are great at the one way communication, but that is not helping the sign and return problem. It's not. It's not. So when we thought we were being efficient by eliminating paper folders and signing sheets coming back to the school, maybe we eliminated a two-way communication thing. Now, I, I can tell you, um, so as a parent, when I receive the newsletter from my son's school, and it's every other Friday we get, it is long, man. It is it's lengthy. Long. And so I have to pick and choose which things I'm going to read. You know, I know there's always one that's like, this is where all like the real school news is. If you need to know mm-hmm. something, this is where you got to go. But then there's athletic news and activities news. And there's like all kinds of news. It's so long. Sometimes it's paragraphs. Other times it's bullet points. Sometimes there's links. Sometimes there's no links. Sometimes it's, hey, go look at that other thing. If you need the reminder about the thing, like it's a lot of information. It's a lot of information. It's a lot of information. I have a professor right now who sends the longest weekly email ever. It's like reading a section of a dissertation every week. And it's all one-way communication. And I, I'm going to tell you, I don't read it. Okay. So I think I would try at the beginning of this school year, I think I would try something new. Okay. And I would record, if I'm going to do, I'm a teacher and I'm going to re- send home a newsletter once a week, mm-hmm. I'm going to record a two minute video of myself and I'm going to send the two minute video to the parents and I'm going to ask for something in return, or I'm going to send home a sign in sheet, or I'm going to something that would tell me that they clicked on that link. And, um, mm-hmm. isn't there like a return receipt request, some kind of thing. Email, There's gotta be a way to do this. Even if you don't have like a, um, a platform for your email, you're just using regular old email. You can click on the return receipt, which is which is fabulous. Um, I also don't do, don't do paragraphs, do bullet points. Don't do paragraphs. Yeah. Even, yeah. Like, and and I want to, I want to know what's going on, but yeah, I do not want to sift through all those paragraphs. I would challenge myself to move away from paragraphs and into links or into bullet points. And then instead of just talking about things, I would put the link to the RSVP or the link to the sign of genius or the link to the action item. 
All right. So this is something, this, this is probably going to be an ongoing conversation. And, you know, as you roll into the the new school year, talk to other teachers about how they are communicating home and, um, yeah, solve this problem, figure it out. There's got to be another way because we're telling you nobody reads the newsletter. So take care of yourself as summer winds down, continue to refresh and restore your energy and keep tuning in for more affirmations and ideas from the Catholic Teachers Lounge. We will see you next time. (laughs) 